This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. And hey there, Mr. Happy Squid, you move so psychedelically. You hypnotize with your magic dance all the animals in the sea, for sure. This is the Sound Environment Animal of the Week. This week on The Sound Environment, we are very lucky to have Dr. Jennifer Strickland Munro from Murdoch University telling us about the Animal of the Week. Uh, Jenny, what is it? This week, guys, I've picked the Greater Black Whip Snake. Ooh. Sounds scary. I've picked it for a reason because I do have, like many people, one of those um, unrealistic fears of snakes. I thought I'd challenge myself and I'm going to find out a little bit about this snake for you guys. Oh, well, um, here on Sound Environment, we love the uh, the snake animal of the weeks, especially the scary ones. Well, the reason why I picked this snake is I came across this little tidbit on the internet, and apparently, um, late last year, the Nil Rangers up in the Dampier Peninsula near Beagle Bay, they actually discovered this snake, the Greater Black Whip Snake, for the first time on the Dampier Peninsula. So I thought that was pretty cool that some local ranger teams, as part of their working on country and biodiversity surveys, have found this this uh, highly venomous black snake, of course, they're all highly venomous, um, for the first time on the peninsula. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and it actually is the fastest snake in Australia. Wow. It, it can go up to 12 k's an hour, which is a lot faster than I can run. They trapped it using a, a pitfall trap, apparently. So they dug a hole and chucked a bucket down the hole, and then obviously uh, one or perhaps a few of these snakes fell into the hole and they ID'd it and... Yeah, it's made this exciting scientific discovery that they do, in fact, live on the Dampier Peninsula. So that's pretty cool. Wow. And uh, what's so special about this uh, greater black whip snake? Well, I think it's, I think its main claim to fame is that it, it's really fast. Um, yeah, venomous, which is a dime a dozen in snakes. Um, and they're very slender with long tails, as I found out. The average length can be anywhere from uh, 90 to 165 centimetres, and they lay clutches of eggs with up to 20, 20 at a time. So lots of baby greater black whip snakes, uh, no doubt getting around in the, the sandy vine thickets near Beagle Bay. Wow, it sounds like they're built for speed. I was thinking we could actually catch some of these greater black whip snakes and actually set them up and race them at the pub. <laughs> That sounds like a great idea. I'm happy for you to do that, and I'll watch from the upstairs balcony. Because <laughs> they're so fast. We do that with hermit crabs, and hermit crabs are really slow and quite boring, but whip snakes <laughs> flying around the pub, that'd be fun. I think we have to invest in some new technology, you know, like that the Olympic standard stopwatch um, to figure out who's perhaps, the winner there. Perhaps, yep, and some really good uh, PPE, personal protective equipment for that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, well and truly. Um, so they're eating sort of lizards and smaller fauna? the typical snake kind of prey and uh, they live in habitats close to the beach with lots of sand and vegetation so that's obviously a good place for lots of these little critters to live as well. Well, that's exactly where we go and camp and go fishing and stuff. We might run into one. (laughs) (laughs) At least we know what we're getting bitten by. (laughs) That's it. it. If it's a black blur launching at you then you can be pretty sure it's this venomous (laughs) snake but I did also read they're highly venomous but they don't often have the ability to get the amount of venom needed to really hurt you into the body. Oh, okay. I imagine being quite slender, they'd have quite small mouths, so they wouldn't have a, a yeah. big Yeah, well, we can, we can hope so, yeah. yeah. And uh, on, on the, you said on the sandy sort of coastal areas, um, do they get anywhere near swamps and, and uh, sort of freshwater areas? 
Look, I'm, act- I'm actually not sure. I know the habitat around Beagle Bay um, can be quite swampy and a bit wet, um, but as far as I have been able to find out, um, they like to live in the vine thickets and habitats close to the beach. So I suppose if there's any swampy, uh, wetlandish areas up there around Beagle Bay close to the beach, they may in fact be found there, yeah. Wow. A lot of my uh, fellow workers actually study the vine thickets, so I'll have to warn them to look out for a black blur. <laughs> Right, a black boy coming at their foot or their face. <laughs> it's, um, super exciting, uh, as you mentioned before, that the great work of the Kimberley Ranger Program is finding out more about the black whip snake and other snakes, and you know, discovering brand new things that we didn't know about their range. Um, yeah, that's KLC right. Team. Such a, yeah, such an amazing job out there on country and contributing um, lots of Indigenous knowledge, of course, um, amalgamating that with uh, Western science, and it's just. It's a really good thing to see that's happening across the Kimberley. Yeah, it seems that every week now they've discovered a new species somewhere in the Kimberley. Uh, new bilby discoveries all over the place in the last week. Yeah, I, I guess that's the beautiful thing in, to some respects um, about the Kimberley is that so little is actually known about it. Um, it's it's like a, a new frontier for, for Western science, that is. Um, it's really interesting and it'll be great to see how many more new discoveries do come out over the next couple of years as the ranger teams really get into their stride of being out in country and um, uh, just helping out science, finding out what's out there. Yeah, then we can change all the maps around and put in a far greater range for a lot of these species. <laughs> That's it, exactly. They're contributing to conservation in a really important way. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, Dr Jenny Strickland, thank you so much for presenting Animal of the Week this week. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. See you.